0: welcome to from cork with love adventure i'm thinking of changing the title of this podcast to from cork with love venture i can't quite make out why but i think it has i think in a way that the ad might be superfluous what do you think i'm in the woods with louis sometimes called prince louis he's a english setter three years old came from a rescue centre and we've been we're nearing the end of our walk and it's now about one o'clock in the day i suspect the sun is shining there's clouds up there there's puddles quite significant puddles on the verge of this path there are bluebells no not bluebells sorry yes there are some bluebells tiny smattering of bluebells nearly all gone anyway not very many to start with Plenty of uh, buttercups, long, uh, sh- uh, long wisps of grass. There's a white butterfly. So um, I'm. I met on the walk a woman with a beautiful. Well, if I tell you it's a beautiful dog, that doesn't tell you what it was. It was a kind of a wolf-looking thing, really, with beautiful brown, long brown hair, pointy nose. I'm not good at describing it. I have no idea what the name of it was. It it didn't look like a common dog, if you like. And it looked like a purebred. But I don't know much about dogs. So, then there was a man running in a red shirt. And the interesting thing about him running is that he didn't have his hands down by his side or in the traditional runner. He had his hands lifted up to his, almost lifted up to his shoulders. Yeah, he's... um. His palms of both hands stretched out on both sides. Um, And I wondered, what is that about? Never seen a runner like that before. Um, What else did I do? That's uh, all I met along here. Oh yes, I met a huge, gigantic motor. Something that is used for carrying logs out of the wood. To take them off. Or either to pack them up. Or to take them away i'm not quite sure which they're they're commercial they, these logs um, these are i was going to say replaceable trees these are pine trees i guess they're fairly fast growing in comparison with other trees and have various commercial use i've no idea what pines are used for i guess they're used for making floorboards and pine trees are pretty straight so Maybe that's what they're used for. On the other hand they might be used for sawdust because <laughs> there's a whole market for sawdust in the world I'm sure. <sighs> so there's black and yellow metal bar across here that stops uh, vehicles not just cars but tractors and stuff all, all uh, getting in and on, the, on a pillar here it says missing Nakin Watergrass Hill Woods area, Black Retriever, Collie, Charlie. It's a Retriever-Collie mix. Charlie, if seen, please contact them the number there. I wonder if they got their dog back, because I met the owner of that dog, and a young boy, who I presume was very attached to the dog, um, on the Monday after the weekend, the dog had just gone missing on, I think, Saturday or something. And I really... Oh my God, I hope you get your dog back, because uh, really until I, until I got a dog of my own, I never realised how vital a part of a home, a dog, or a cat for that matter, a pet can be. I probably was, well probably is the wrong word, but I was blasé about this and thought to myself, well a dog is a dog and you know a cat's a cat and a canary's a canary and you know don't get too attached to them, they're only, only animals, they're only pets. They come and go. But if somebody said to me yes your your dog Louis can go you know will be going on Friday, I would miss Louis an awful lot an awful lot, it would be a big hole in my life and similarly if Puma, black cat that we have at home um, was oh it's no, a quarter to two Puma, the black cat, if that, if he disappeared or kind of worse still, was run over by a car when I was a child we had we had a number of dogs, I don't we had an Alsatian people used to call Alsatians, Alsatians then subsequently they were called German Shepherds I don't know why the name was changed and maybe one is more accurate than the other but anyway the the Alsatian apparently growled or did something to one of my brothers when he he was in a pram and had to go after that. I never really got to the bottom of what exactly the Alsatian did but the next dog we had was a boxer called Simon who my mother was incredibly fond of and I remember being fond of him he um, was uh, entered into dog shows and won some prizes Well, unfortunately, he got out over the wall in our house, I don't know how that happened, into a field at the back of the house, and uh, worried sheep. And he was poisoned. Yep, he died that way. And, you know, the way it is in Ireland, and I presume everywhere else, is that if a dog worries sheep, um, he or she is fair game to be poisoned, although I don't think you'd be allowed to put down poison today, or to be shot. So that was the end of Simon. We had another boxer dog, and then we had Rebel, who was a Lakeland Terrier. And Lakeland Terrier was with us, I don't know, 15 years, Um, and I've even told my daughter stories about Rebel. We had another dog called Maxie who was an elk hound and they coexisted quite happily. We also had cats, but that's another story. And then, for reasons, I was away from home when Maxie finished. I don't know how Maxie died or was given away. Rebel died or was given away. I was away at university and I didn't really give much of a damn about the dogs, to be honest. They were just taken for granted. And then my mother got an Irish wolfhound. I don't quite know what, what my father's opinion was about the Irish wolfhound. It was huge. I mean it was, dare I say, a beautiful dog. Grey, different shades of grey, big long legs, big long body. I have a memory of the dog lying on its side. I can't even remember the name of the dog. And for some weird reason, I presume it was a male dog. But anyway, um, the dog was lying on the carpet in front of the fireplace. But I imagine that I only saw the dog on the relatively few occasions that I came back to my parents' house from being in Dublin at university. I'm just remembering talking about dogs. I'm just remembering something awful that used to happen when I was young. And it, almost, it really does make me a bit squeamish. So if you're squeamish, maybe I suggest you stop listening. But we certainly in relation to the boxers, and I think in relation to both of them, although maybe it was only one, the dog's tail was docked. I'm not sure how you spell "docked," unless it was D-O-C-K-E-D. And uh, you can look up what it means, because I don't feel like elaborating. But I don't know if that's even legal to do anymore. Um, And I think the... I don't even know what the original justification was. Um, It may have had something to do with cleanliness, but I really don't know. Probably a fashion these things seem to go in fashions um, but yeah so where am I and why did I start down the road of dogs it was all about somebody losing their dog I mean I'm making this podcast so that I can bring anyone who wants to listen to it a little slice of life in Ireland, in Cork in particular, but not only Cork, but predominantly stuff about Cork. I'm also doing it so that my 12-year-old daughter might someday be able to hear her father talking about stuff. I'm. Uh, and there's a man cycling a bike going in the opposite direction and he has uh, I'm putting up the I've closed the windows in the car so anyway I guess life dogs are part of the adventure of life and you know if you were writing a an autobiographical account of what it's like to live in Ireland today in certain ways. You might also include the sides about, look, I remember when I was a child because, or you might do what that wonderful man Stephen Fry did, which was he began right back at the beginning and talked about preschool and early days at school and everything like that. But uh, there's so many different ways of writing a story. And similarly, if you're writing a biography of somebody, you can include uh, things about their background in terms of what dogs uh, meant to them or what previous experience they'd had of dogs. Uh, And also, if you're writing a a novel. Anyway, I could go on. And... uh, Well, there's a whole lot of stuff in the world of dogs which, you know, allow permits the fashioning of poetic verse. So there is no harm in talking about dogs. And the other thing, the one other thing is that there are some people who like to hear about other people's experience of dogs. And there are even some people who might feel like advising me about how to be a better dog owner, and I would be totally up for that. So today, 13.50, I'll take a little break here and uh, have a little bit of a short musical interlude and come back with the uh, the next part of this podcast.